Well, hello there. Thanks for joining us. The Late Night Call-In Podcast. Right around the nation live, in these crazy times, we are a beacon of common sense and clear thinking. With myself, Tony Martin, waiting for your calls. Matt Dower is here on the pots and pans, as he says. Uh, Say hello, Matt. Unquote. And uh, just before we get started, we've had a lot of people uh, talking about bad language on this show. I have to say, uh, well, it's live. We're doing this live to the internet, so we don't know what the callers are going to say. There's very little we can do. We can't control them. But uh, we have decided to institute a seven-second delay for the first time. Here at Sizzletown, Matt's got the uh, the computerised technology set up like they use on, well, on radio shows. Uh, is that ready to go, Matt? That's happening right now. Right, so we're, we're in delay right now. Yep. So everything I'm saying, I actually said seven seconds ago. That's how it works. Right, and that way, if someone uses some fruity language, we can simply dump them. And what will happen then is we will immediately jump into present time, but we will have lost the the seven seconds with the swearing in it. Uh, Yeah. So let's just test it out. If I was to say fuck later, we'd come back live. Yeah, we're live now. Right. So this, what I'm saying now is live. Yep. Okay. And how long does it take to, for the computer to rebuild the, the seven second delay? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, sorry. Oh, we can't lose that. Oh, fucked up. Sorry. Hey, hey, language. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Okay. I've wasted the delay. Let's go to the callers. Maybe they'll be able to um, restore class to the program. Yeah, try line four. Go ahead. You're on Sizzletown. G'day, Tony. Oh, Dave. That's right. It's Dave Clacton, mate. This will clean things up. Yeah, you're still doing this bullshit, are you, mate? <laughs> yep. You're scrounging up subscribers, are you, mate? Yes, we I've actually heard, are. Yeah, I've heard all that. You're fucking giving people a sound effect for the Quite trouble, a few people you? have. This for, isn't well, it? Well, it's proving popular. Yeah, I'll but, give you but, one for me. Yeah, there oh. you go. Oh, hang on. Gee, it's got a bit more fight in it than it. Oh, oh, there it is. Jeez. Yeah, sorry. Oh, jeez, it's got a bit of a tail on Thanks, it. Thanks, Dave. Now, what's happening at your uh, pub, the Severed Arms? Oh, yeah. look, mate, we're mired in legal trouble out here at the Severed. Oh, are you? Uh, sadly, our uh, schnitz and tits night right. has uh, attracted the attention of the PC police who have rocked up in their woke-mobile and a whole lot of mm. fucking finger-wagging femos have piled out and started... Uh, complaining about the sign. Right, it's offensive, is it? Yeah, that's right. Apparently, uh, schnitz and tits is not acceptable in the current climate. Sure. What with the emphasis on healthy eating, uh, schnitz has been deemed 
unacceptable. So, oh, uh, Schnitz is the problem. Yeah, that's right. So we've retitled it, uh, yeah. what is it, the yeah. Fitbits and Tits Night. And, yeah, uh, what is that night? Mate, what, what happens? Mate, I don't fucking know. I haven't got a Fitbit. What is it, a fucking watch that gives you a guilt trip? I don't need that, mate. Yeah, something like that. You know, yeah. I say to my watch, tell me the fucking time and stay in your lane. Now, Dave, yeah, I don't need that shit. dare I ask uh, how things are going in the live entertainment department? Out there. Well, you know, I mean, these acting dictator Merlino and his fucking perpetual fucking rotating lockdowns have winged us a tad. It's hard to fucking take bookings for events. Right. Are we on? Are we open? Are we closed? I don't mm. fucking know. I'm busy sanitising. So I'm what like... shows have been winged by Well, all we this? had to cancel Barry Dickbag's Metal Fest. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who'd you have? Well, it was going to be the launch of... Uh, you know, local legends trapped wind. Yeah. Got to be launching their new album, Night Gust, oh. uh, supported by Bum Trumpet and AstraZeneca. I, I see. But yep. that's had to go back on the shelf, thanks to the fucking lockdown. And how's Barry coping? Yeah, well, he's he's gone online because, uh, in fact, we all have, uh, everyone at the busted nut, we've had to revive Nutflix oh, and yeah, all yeah. this fucking online comedy bullshit again. Like what? Yeah, well, Barry's uh, doing one of these... Uh, depressing comedy specials that the kids are into. You know, they love a depressing comedy special. Which? Don't the... they? Like Bo fucking Burnham with his inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what's Barry's one? Well, Barry's doing uh, Dick Side. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, you can subscribe for that now. And um, what's the show like? Uh, yeah, I've yeah. seen an early draft and I wasn't impressed, to be honest. No? Uh, you know, he was trying to do a bit where he's talking to a sock puppet about how corporations are running the world, but it just deteriorated into the sock puppet listing a bunch of grievances about Barry's ex-wife. Oh, dear. You know, needs a bit of work. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) And what else have you got? Well, we've got heaps of shows on there. If your idea of fun is being hunched over your laptop, watching a, a lot of pixelated, occasionally frozen squares that are mm. uh, purporting to be a comedy show, uh, yeah, get on there. And what do you recommend? Well, uh, Mike Todd is uh, doing a new show called Muppetry of the Penis. Muppetry? Is, uh, what is yeah, it? It's a full bloody Muppet show uh, employing the downstairs department. Oh, it's... it's- Tasteful. Yeah, uh, he does all the characters, mate. He, all of them? Yeah, He's, everyone. Gonzo, he, he does them all. There's a rather disturbing finale in which he plays Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, who somehow transforms into Beaker, oh. which is... Uh, both startling and deeply offensive. I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. And to add a bit of colour, Billy Codds is up in the royal box, which we've had installed at some cost, and he's uh, heckling the whole show with uh, with his ghoulies, which he's face-painted up to... He calls them Stadler and Waldorf, oh, that's right. Of course. So, yeah, yep. book now for... Uh, Muffet Tree of the Penis, that should be fine just as soon as uh, Mike deals with his uh, VPN. His what? His, his... very purple nads. Oh, That's right. Okay, mate. yep. <laughs> you like that one? So it's all 
pretty broad stuff? Well, we, you know, we don't go for the bloody inner city larvae, Kelvin, as you know, Tony. But I thought, let's try and attract some of the snooty types to the website. So uh, I tried to get Jonathan Biggins oh, from really? Sydney Wharf Review yeah. to do a cleaned-up version of Rodney Rood's classic show, Your Mum's Bum. Oh, that one. Yeah, it was called yeah. Your Mother's Anus, oh. but uh, sadly no one wanted to click on the square. Understandable. Yeah, so yeah. fuck that. But, yeah. but it's not all offensive stuff, obviously. No, mate, listen, mate, we're pretty progressive out here in Rosetta, and I, I just want to say we... Uh, we are unveiling a new show uh, for people who enjoy some homosexual oh, comedy. Yeah, hang on. That, well, this no, is not going to get us cancelled, is mate, it? I love your homosexual comedians, your Joel Creases, mm-hmm. your Adam Richards, mm-hmm. uh, your good self, of course. Oh, well, I'm not actually... <laughs> Please, come on, Tony. I-, I saw you plugging the Blu-ray of Mommy Dearest <laughs> on your Twitter... <laughs> Uh, You're not fooling well, anyone there, mate. Well, uh, now, what is this show? Well, Les Coitus has decided mm. to go gay for the month, and he's doing a new This sh- is going to be dodgy. No, no I can feel no, it. No, it's yeah. very tasteful, mate. What? He's doing Angels in America. What? The play? That's right. The it- original play. Okay. Both parts of it. The full show, a one-man version of Angels in America. He's it's rewritten it, hasn't No, he, he hasn't it. changed. It's the original text. Mm. He hasn't changed it, mate. No. Uh, he is doing the whole thing as Mr. Humphreys from A being served, uh, but it's very right. tasteful. Okay. Yeah, okay, now. well, thanks, Dave. Okay, <laughs> thanks, mate. Well, thanks for the updates. Yeah, listen, yep. I'm going to go and get vaccinated. Oh, you, you having the vaccine? Not against COVID, mate. Against fucking political correctness. Oh, of <laughs> get on yeah. you. Hey, here's another sound effect. Oh, oh, yeah. to go on with. Do I get a free yep. subscription, mate? Uh, afraid not. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Dave Clacton there from the uh, the Severed Arms Hotel out on, as you know, Upper Fuck All Road. Rosanna Way here at Sizzletown. Yeah, really need to clean this show up, Matt, but... Um, I see it's time for some angry callers. Um, which one do we want to do first? Uh, how about line two? Okay. Um, you're on Sizzletown. Who is this? G'day, it's Reg Tankwater. Here. Oh, hi, Reg. Uh, yeah. Good to hear from you, I hope. Yeah, listen, I'm just calling in to say it's the other bloody coals today. Coals? Yeah, and that's right. What happened? And, uh, they had... Um, Indian-style triangles. Indian-style triangles. Bloody Indian-style triangles. Coles brand they're selling. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, I've, I've read about this. People yeah, are well, offended by them. Bloody cultural appropriation, that's what it is. They're bloody samosas, that's what they are. They're right, so yeah, no, they should change the name? Is, is that... say credit for the triangle, mm. the Aussie mm. triangle. The Aussie triangle? The triangle's out. <laughs> is it, though? Well, um, we've got a bloody... Yeah. Nature triangle out of the front here at Eagle Bog. Oh, okay. So, yeah, choose yeah, another shape. So, you'd be happy with a, a different shape? Have your bloody Indian style tetrahedrons if you must. Oh. Leave a bloody Aussie triangle out of it. Okay. See ya. Thanks, Reg. Wow. Um, who else is angry, Matt? Uh, line 8. Okay. Um, 
Who is this? Hello, it's Charles Baratheon here. Oh, hi, Giles. Yes, listen, yeah. I'm being very quiet because the neighbours have been complaining. Oh. Uh, because I couldn't switch my Dalek off. Your Dalek? Yeah. Sorry, it keeps springing to life. Yes, I, I heard it. They filed a complaint with the council. Now, how can we help? Yes, you... listen, I'm... Oh, it's off again. Jeez. Yeah, that's, uh, that's taken care of it. Well, it's done a fair bit of damage, I'm afraid. Oh. That's at least $500 worth off at Manitou Books. All right, now, yeah. what's your uh, your topic this evening? The reason I'm calling in is uh, I'd like to complain about the ending of um, WandaVision. WandaVision? That, that was a while back. You're still not happy? Yes, we were promised a cameo from uh, Doctor Strange, and uh, yeah, that... I had a lot of friends over, and we had a Doctor Strange cameo party set up. Did and, you? Um, failed to materialise. No, and that's still a sore point. Yes, obviously. well, I'm not happy. Mm. I think it's compromised the integrity of the Marvel Universe. I've started the petition to rewrite the ending. Another one? Um, I'd like you to promote Right, so this. you've rewritten it. Yes, well, uh, it's a new ending that I'm submitting where um, mm. Doctor Strange appears for a um, reasonable amount of time. Okay. And then he makes... Um, Use his powers from the multiverse to make Wanda disappear. Yes, and then... And then she appears in my bedroom. Your bedroom. My bedroom, <laughs> that's right. Okay. And um, she's nude and I'm... Of course she is. By coincidence, I'm nude myself. Mm. Now, all of you... Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so I'm going to have to call you back. Oh, he's gone. Well, another disgruntled caller here at Sizzletown. Brought to you once again by, yes, you the listeners, the fans, the sizzle merchants, everyone who popped by this address. Now, grab a pen if you still have such a thing in your house. Jot this address down, subscribe.bigcartel.com forward slash Sizzletown podcast. And... Everyone who contributes gets a random noise from the Matt Dower collection. Have you got some queued up, Matt? Uh, yep, ready to go. Good, because this month's roll call of Platinum Merchants includes, all the way from the US, Stephen Plunkett. He is a plunker. Oh, is he? Okay. Uh, what about Stuart Bison? <laughs> That doesn't sound like a bison to me. Let's not forget Noel Woodford. And Peter Davis. Not forgetting Matt Dancy. The man whose arms exploded. No. You're dipping back into the, uh, the Get This files, are you, Matt? Uh, Maybe. Well, speaking of Get This, what about someone who, well... One of our favourite people in all the world, it's Guzzy Samson. Nice crackle. (laughs) Thanks, Angus. Oh, someone else who's been a great supporter of ours over the years, that's Shane Schwartz. (laughs) Thanks, Shane. And finally, a big birthday shout-out to Bree Ryan. Birds are dumb. Ah, yes, she's a big fan of the Pike Club Man. That's according to her brother, Zeke. You got something for him, Matt? (laughs) Thanks, Zeke. And everyone in the Ryan household. 
and everyone who got behind us this month. Thanks for your assistance. The address to go to is subscribe.bigcartel.com forward slash Sizzletown podcast. Or if you'd prefer a one-off pledge, you can do so at our merch store. You've probably been there. It's very well appointed. It's at bigcartel.com forward slash Sizzletown podcast. And I think we've got some new items, some fashionable items, haven't we, Matt? Yes, we have. Right. You find the uh, the details on those. In the meantime, uh, I'm just going to dive in. Uh, go ahead. Oh, g'day, mate. Hi. Um, who, who is this? Yeah. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I'd like to use a fake name if I could. Just oh. call me uh, Dougal Stevenson. Right. Yeah. That'll do. Uh, okay, uh, Dougal, uh, what have you got for us tonight? I've got a story about being fired. Being uh, fired? It's not a good one, I'm afraid. No? No. I, uh, what happened? I was, my boss was uh, uh, having his, like, 50th uh, year with the company, and mm. he was doing a speech. Yeah. And I thought it would be funny to set up a bucket of red paint over him, like at the end of Carrie. Oh, you know, and what happened? Yeah, so I got all that teed up, and uh, anyway, he comes out in front of the whole staff, and mm-hmm. uh, I have to say, it was, uh, it was a lot more of a downer of a speech. Oh, what did he say? He announced that he was um, separating from his wife. Oh, dear. Uh, oh. That he'd received some really quite unfortunate um, medical news. Oh, no. Uh, none of his children uh, were speaking to him. and oh, that's uh, so good. Yeah, it was horrible. And he, he, he actually said that he had had thoughts of, of, of ending it all. Well, that's, that, that's awful. So, yeah. um, um, so obviously you, you didn't go through with it. Well, it wasn't really appropriate. But, no. Uh, no. I had gone into trouble of setting it all up. So oh. I thought, you know, I can't make things any worse. Oh. So, yeah, I pulled the rope. How did that go? Didn't go down there well, mate. Uh, I'll bet. Yeah. It was just an ugly silence. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I just walked to the lift and, and that was that. Yeah, that's, that's very sad. Um, it's not a, like a prize or anything you're calling in this in, is it? Uh, no, I'm afraid not. Uh, didn't think so. Thanks, Dougal. See you, mate. Oh, boy, that was, a, that was a bit of a sad story. Matt, I think we need something a bit more upbeat. I'm, I'm just going to dive in here. Uh, hello, you're on Sizzletown. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, it's a podcast. Oh, yeah. Is that what I've called? Yep. We're uh, doing talkback. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. What's the, um, what are we talking about? Uh, what are people fired up about tonight, Matt? Oh, um, triangles? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Uh, got any views about them? Mate, I don't fucking trust them. Who? The triangles, mate. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Don't like them? Three sides to them. Um, that is true. Yeah, you know, which is the one you're looking at. If it's fucking collateral or something, oh. you could be looking at any um, one side you wouldn't know. Right. Is is that a problem? you got to know about the fucking high potter news, mate. The high potter news? You, just, you fucking... The... Mate, you bump into one of these fucking triangle cunts, right? Oh. Uh, um... You just show me that fucking high yeah. potter news, right? And uh, is this something that happens to you? Yeah, mate. Once I fucking start their triangle shit, it's fucking on, right? Is it? Yeah, unless you're a rhomboid or something. Mate, you just fucking get out of there. Well, I'm not sure about any of this. Oh, well, mate. It's your fucking triangular funeral. <laughs> Thanks for that. See ya. Uh, I, uh, I don't know who that was, Matt.
but I think that's probably enough calls about uh, three-sided geometric shapes for one show here at Sizzletown. And during that last call, you might be able to hear that, Matt has actually faxed me, that's right, faxed me, details of our new T-shirt. So see what we've got. Oh, yes, there's two of these. These are great because people wanted shirts with phrases from the show on them. So Matt has uh, come to the party with, firstly, what's it going to be, of course. Um, saves you having to shout it at someone in the street. Just have it written across your T-shirt. Uh, it's obviously something that Dion says, and it's also a valid existential question. Uh, we've also got the Birds Are Dumb T-shirt <laughs> because, well, that's an opinion of my cat, the Pikelet Man, largely because of his failure to catch a single bird due to their annoying habit of flying away. But now you can uh, let people know just what you think of these avian frauds in a Birds Are Dumb t-shirt from the Sizzletown collection. Uh, They're available in sizes small to 5XL for pre-order. And as a special episode 47 deal, you can get them both for just 60 bucks. That's all right. And while you're there at the merch store, don't forget to check out our original logo hoodies and T-shirts also available in limited numbers. Head to sizzletownpodcast.bigcartel.com. Now, I think we've got time for this. It's been quite some time since we spoke to a legendary film director, one of my favourites, William Friedkin. And uh, can you dial that number, Matt? And we've had a lot of people say you spoke to him about his classic car chase in The French Connection, of course. But what about his other great one in To Live and Die in L.A.? And I do love that scene. So, oh, it's ringing. And hopefully we'll be able to speak to him about... about oh, Hello? Uh, hi, it's Tony Martin calling again from uh, Sizzletown in Australia. Oh, and, oh, this, you're... Yeah. Back. Yes, and uh, okay. hey, we've had a lot of requests to talk to you right. about the great film you made in 1985. Right, To Live yeah. and Die in L.A. That's the one. Sure, my yeah. uh, return to form yes, after yeah. uh, cruising mm. with Al Pacino, which, which the- well, it was received a mixed reception. Yes. Uh, uh, some but- say there was too much fisting, um, but I don't know. Well, Jury's out. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, preparing a new version with even more fisting. Really? Well, uh, let's um, but, stick with To Live and Die in L.A. Right, you, fine. It was... Uh, Based on a book, I think. Yeah, uh, well, I co-wrote a... the screenplay myself. Yes. Because yeah. my preferred writer, yeah. William Peter Blatty, was unavailable. Yeah, what, what was he doing? He was preparing his own sequel to The Exorcist. Exorcist 3, is it Dominion? I, I think that's a later one. That's a later, is... yeah, right. I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen uh, any of the sequels no? to The Exorcist. Or the original. Really? You haven't seen it? Yes, that I myself directed. Never seen it. I'm told it's very good. <laughs> Indeed. Now, let's talk about the the freeway scene in To Live and Die. Sure. Uh, uh, 
the car chase. I must say, it looks incredibly dangerous. That's right. Cars yeah, uh, coming the wrong way down a, yes, a freeway. Yes, that's the bit. Well, let uh, me tell you how that came about. The star, William Peterson, as Richard Chance, uh, insisted on doing all his own driving for the picture. Wow. So I said, fine. What I want you to do is just drive up that on-ramp. Mm. Mm. And you'll be going against the flow of traffic on a six, eight-lane freeway. That's, that's incredibly risky Correct. stuff for yeah. your star. But he didn't, to, that's it. He said, won't to, I be killed? Yeah. Almost instantly, I said, mm. no. These cars are driven towards you by stuntmen. Wow. Yeah. By Yakima Canute, the legendary Hollywood stuntman from Stagecoach. Right. And when they see you coming, they'll veer off. You'll be fine. And was that true? No, it was not true. Oh. It was just random traffic. I thought this would make for a more surprising sequence. Wow. And he just went with it? Well, off he went, driving into this traffic. And I also had Willem Dafoe as his nemesis, Rick Masters, in a vehicle behind him. Hang on. He, He wasn't in that scene, was he? No. Wasn't in that scene at all. I just thought it would be more authentic if he was there, too. Also, Max von Sydow. I had him driving a pickup truck into oncoming. He wasn't in that film, was he? Wasn't even in the picture. I just felt this would give it more star power to have other Mm. actors who wouldn't even be appearing on camera. Also, in grave danger going against cars, coming towards them at death-defying speed. And how did that play out? Well, there were quite a few fatalities, uh, which didn't make it into the film. I had many of the vehicles um, approaching the star driven by other big-name actors. Like who? Uh, Who? Gary Busey was quite happy to jump behind the wheel of a car and careen into oncoming vehicles. Was he? Who else? Jessica Tandy. Really? Soon to be Oscar nominated for driving Miss Daisy. I uh, was put behind the wheel. So, so how did you... I, with some difficulty, she was uh, yeah. screaming and God. trying to escape the clutches of the stunt coordinator as she was forced behind the wheel of a Toyota Hilux. This sounds incredibly unsafe. I I don't care. Mm. To me, this creates for more surprising mise-en-scene. If you can have someone like, uh, I don't know, we had Donna Michi. Donna Michi? That's right, from From way back. Very elderly man, capable driver. Really? Uh, Audiences would know him from the 1930s, the story of, Alexander Graham Bell. Yes, his uh, signature role. That's right. And how did Uh, he go? I was told he was killed instantly, but no, he he turned up in Harry and the Hendersons the following year. So I'm assuming he was fine. Right, and any other big names in in that sequence? Who else do we have? Do you remember the great actress, uh, Dame May Whitty? Oh, from... Way back. But that's in the, right, from yeah. uh, the early days of Broadway yeah. and later worked with Hitchcock. But wouldn't she have been dead by, by 1985? Died she... in 1948. Oh, we oh. had her. So the... how did you get her? Well, we she... exhumed the body. Oh. 
And really? That sounds not very dumb. The body was still yeah. within the coffin. I mm. it would be tasteless, I feel, to have a corpse sure. of a, an actress that well remembered driving a vehicle. But yeah. no, she was uh, in a trailer being told by Brian Dennehy towards the chaos. <laughs> no one and, would have known it was her, well, surely. No, it's really just for cineast. So. This is all in the movie. Well, no, because it was too chaotic to capture on film. The cameras were poorly placed. (laughs) I couldn't use any of the footage. We had to restage it all with stuntmen. Well, that's uh, that's unfortunate. But a great sequence, even if it never made it onto film. Well, that's that's another amazing story, and and thank you for sharing it. Sure, Uh, and call back any time. And that is it. Thank you, Mr. Friedkin, for speaking to us once again exclusively. Thank you, Matt Dow, for your brilliant work. Thank you, Grob, at Grob Cartoons. Love your gear. Love that maze you came up with this month. You'll find that at our Instagram and Facebook. And a special thank you to you, the listeners, for continuing to support this show. We really do appreciate it. If this isn't enough of our nonsense, please visit my Bandcamp, mrtonymartin.bandcamp.com. You'll find a brand new EP called The Story Bridge that myself and Matt have cooked up. It's just five bucks. Until next time, cheers. Didn't go down there well, mate. Leave a bloody Aussie triangle out of it. It's got a bit of a tail on it. Chrissy Salmon Brownie's Celebrity Chase. Chase. Jonathan Brown, you have one of the biggest action stars on the planet, Jason Statham. I do. Statham, uh, no chance. Mate, we're going well with Statham, it's mm. fair to say. Actually, I'm going so well that uh, I've got someone on the phone to help me out with my search for Jason Statham. Hello, this is Chrissy Salmon Brownie. Who is this? Good morning, Chrissy Simon Brown. It's Jason Statham there. How are you doing? Wow. Oh, hi, hi, Tony. <laughs> What's yes. going on? Is that Dino? Yes, it is, Jason. Sorry, it's very late at night on this side of the world. This is a great thrill. You're an idiot. To get Jason Statham on the phone. This is Umbo, a big star of the Meg, and of course now in production for the sequel, Meg 2, The Trench. How is production going, uh, Jace? Well, I'm taking on a much larger shark in this one, so it's quite hard to to get in frame. We have to move the camera further and further back in order to see 
myself and the shark at the same time. But yeah, it's going well. Jason Statham, have you ever heard of, this is a weird question, but a comedian called Tony Martin? What, the, cy- the German cyclist? <laughs> Who? No, no. Tony Martin. Oh. He's the cyclist with the Tour de France. No, different. No, we have got a friend that does a good impersonation. By the way, the first part of that, of your answer there, was Jason Statham, and then it seemed to morph into Ray Winston. Don't, you don't want to take on Ray Winston, mate. He'll, <laughs> he'll snap you. Uh, again, I, I can't say it enough. This is a great thrill. I've always wanted to ask you, uh, Jason, Yeah, you've been a, a star in many big roles over the journey. You've been in the oh, yeah. Expendables franchise, starring Dolph Lundgren and Sylvester oh, oh, Look, I've done a lot of films with just one word titles. Yeah. Obviously, Snatch, Blitz, Crank, War, Safe, <laughs> Cellular, Chaos, <laughs> London, Revolver, 13, Parker, Mechanic, that was Hummingbird. How long is this show? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that is a disgrace. <laughs> to, to, to try to pass off. Uh, what's going on? Who's booing? Well, yeah, why is it a Melbourne number on the phone machine? <laughs> well, well, no, because well, it's, it's been uh, diverted. Oh. Right, it's been diverted. They patch him through. Yeah. Uh, Jason, who is your favourite co-star from The Expendables? Oh, look, I like all of them in The Expendables. Still own all of them, but I think Expendables 2 is obviously the best one because that's when I got to say, I now pronounce you, Man and Knife. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jason, it's been great. Hey, Jason, do you want to give a plug for a little podcast called Sizzletown at the end of this chat, do you? That podcast is rubbish. I've heard those terrible impressions. Makes no sense. The theme music goes way too long. I can't believe you're talking about that nonsense. If no one takes this segment seriously anymore, then Brownie, we're it's, stopping. It's, it's, well, I am because this man is a very accomplished actor. <laughs> and what I ask all the famous and accomplished actors <laughs> over the journey, what's the one question I ask them? Jason Statham, how do you remember your lines? Oh, really? Not this old canard. Look, I, uh, I generally just have it written down on a forehead of whoever I'm talking to. <laughs> Uh, it's why I do so many films with The Rock, because it's a larger writing surface. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Toro, it's official. You haven't won. That's, you haven't won. You have no, not won. That's a great thrill. Yeah. Play it. Yeah. Play the victory music. No, don't play yeah. it. Yeah. Actually, yeah, play it. Saves us sending any more emails into the ether. What have I won? You won a pack of four and 20 pies, Jason Statham. Pies. That was one of my films. Chrissy, Sam and Brownie.